Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is season 4 episode 303 uh, to 305 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today. Uh, yes, we were we didn't have an episode the last couple of days and I just thought that I'd just kind of round try and round everything off for this week uh, in this final episode. It will be a bit longer than regular uh, but obviously we are covering quite a few things today. Uh, so we are in uh, the book of Hosea, and we'll also go into the book of Joel today, studying the materials that uh, we've been suggested uh, in the Come Follow Me manual, um, because that's just what's there and I'll focus on. But of course, there are some, I'm sure, many other things that you'll find uh, in these verses as well. We'll start with Hosea chapter 6, uh, and we're looking at the section of how devotion to God must be felt inwardly and not just expressed out, outwardly. Um, yes, so we'll start with that today. Again, apologies for missing the last uh, couple of days uh, of episodes, um, a, f- a few things with work, and also really preparing for our state conference next week in, my, in the role that I have uh, in my state. Uh, a lot of work needs to go into preparing things for state conference. So uh, when I've not been at work, which has been itself quite busy recently and piling up uh, with a number of things, uh, also family commitments. Uh, we had our daughters kind of belated uh, birthday celebration with her friends after a baptism a few weeks ago. Um, our son had a sleepover, which we needed to arrange. We also had Remembrance Day, uh, which um, in the UK we've uh, we've observed by visiting the uh, the local uh, services and then gone to uh, a later sacrament meeting. It's just been a very busy time and I'm writing a talk as well uh, for State Conference as it is as well. So it's uh, a very busy time here. So uh, hence why we missed out a couple of days. So we'll uh, get through what we can uh, now uh, with these these books because there is some really good principles in here that we need to make sure we reflect on and um, kind of consider how they apply into our lives. Now, this idea of how devotion to God must be felt inwardly, not just expressed outwardly, such an important one, uh, how we can easily go through the motions and how we can um, start to perhaps go through these things and not really connect um, heavenward um, if we are not careful and if we're not um, specific uh, on the things that we do uh, to worship. So in Hosea chapter 6 verse 4 it says, Ephraim, what shall I do unto thee, O Judah, what shall I do unto thee? For your goodness is, a, is, a, is as a morning cloud and as the early dew that go, it goeth away. So clearly straight away here that this idea that sometimes we are fleeting in our um, goodness. And this is actually referred to uh, in Amos, we'll find uh, next week, in our study next week as well. But this idea that Israel uh, and Judah were being taught by these prophets, and they would do some good for a while, but then they would go back uh, to, to, the, to the other way, to their other ways away from the Lord. And it's as if the, as the early Jew, that it's there, it's vibrant, it's sustaining, and then it's gone, you know, an hour or two later. Uh, and we need to be careful in our lives that we are not uh, this way inclined, that we have a great spiritual um, kind of momentum with us for a week or two, and then we go for a month or so without that momentum. And of course, I think that that's to be expected, that that will naturally happen in some ways. But as long as we are consistent with connecting with our saviour, um, I think that's what we need to begin with. And then anything else extra can be added on uh, as a good thing as well. It is not easy. It is not simple. Uh, I think, uh, doing this, but um, it is something which 
the Lord is, is seeking for us to have. In verse 6 he says, For I desired mercy and not sacrifice, and the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. Um, by mercy, the Hebrew root word um, also links to other words such as charity or loving kindness. The Lord wants us to be actually doing things with purposeful hearts behind them rather than doing things for sacrificing them's sake. Um, you know, sacrificing our time to go to the church on the Sunday, but then not preparing spiritually to make sure that we can fully um, benefit from that partaking of the sacraments is one example, I suppose, with that. But there's many others as well. Um, so I think that that is a, a really important um, reminder that we have. And we also see some of this message in Joel chapter 2, verses 12 to 13, uh, where it says, um, Therefore also now saith the Lord, Turn ye unto me with all your hearts, and with fasting, and with weeping, and with mourning, and rend your hearts, and not your garments, and turn unto the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and of great, and of great kindness, and repenteth him of the evil. I mean, first of all, just a reminder here that this is the God of the Old Testament, which in the past I certainly have, and many other people refer to him as perhaps a more cold or, or justice-seeking God. But no, I, throughout the Old Testament, if you actually study it, so many references to the mercy, the love, and the uh, the kindness of our, of our Lord. Uh, I think that that is one thing that stands out to me from this. But also, as it mentions here, rending our hearts but not our garments. This outward expression of rending our clothing uh, is is wonderful for kind of the public's, um, public to see what we are trying to do. But the rending of our heart is a much more personal and a much more private uh, matter. And making sure we are connecting to heaven and seeking the Lord's guidance really, as it ultimately comes down between us and the Lord. I mean, it may well be if, if certain things have been done, we need to speak to a priesthood leader to help us to do that. But... When it all comes down to it, um, it it's a really a special and personal uh, relationship. Um, and then just being able to know that we can build this relationship, that we can develop this. And it doesn't have to take, uh, you know, any grand preparations or any um, kind of complicated uh, procedures to follow. All it takes is getting on our knees right now and reaching out. But not then, obviously, you know, doing that one-time thing and then letting that slide and forgetting about it, but being consistent with it. I think that's the key, isn't it? Being consistent and being um, having meaningful um, routines in our lives. And that's the danger. We have the routines. We have our study. We have our prayers. And sometimes, because they are routine, they become too routine and we're not really connecting with them. And so uh, I think that's one of the things that Hosea and Joel are speaking about here is rending our hearts and not our garments, doing these outward things that seem outward, of course, and, you know, some of these things that will look outward, such as partaking of the sacrament, attending the temple and various things like that, but really connecting on a spiritual, personal level with our Saviour, I think, is such an important part of our regular worship. Uh, and what is often the first thing to get lost as, um, when someone st um, removes themselves from connecting um, through the gospel. So I think that is um, so key. We're going to uh, move on then uh, from that uh, kind of section. I mean, there's so many things there. Um, but thinking about how is rending our hearts different from rending our garments? What are some ways that we, that we uh, are showing outward signs um, 
today. I think it's an important thing to reflect on. But in Joel chapter two, uh, we see a prophecy of our day, of, of our, our day today and how um, revelation will be poured onto the earth. And remember, if you cast your mind back to when we were studying uh, with Moses and the children of Israel in Exodus, um, Moses um, was speaking to an, ind- an individual who was concerned that there was um, members of the of the group who were prophesying, who were making statements from the Lord, and um, someone was not happy with this. And honestly, I I taught this for a Sunday school lesson, and I can't remember who the individuals were, which I'm really gutted about, and I could take the time to go back through. But, you know, you probably remember the story where Moses then says, would not that all the people, children of Israel were prophets. In other words, you know, wouldn't it be fantastic if everyone could receive this revelation for themselves? This was something that culturally and perhaps spiritually at this moment in the um, kind of the way in which the society was living at the time uh, in Israel uh, just was not happening. The idea that people could um, receive revelation and receive guidance for their own lives, um, it just wasn't something that was um, available at that time. They would always go to um, the priests uh, at the tabernacle or the temple and and then also there was prophets called to give them that guidance too uh, of course you know that doesn't take away the need for needing a prophet today to lead a global church and a global community of saints um, but for us individually we can receive um, that spirit and to help guide and direct us which is so valuable today and Joel chapter 2 talks about this how there will be um there's a number of things that are prophesied uh, in these before the second coming, wars and desolations and, and things like that. Um, but there is also this phrase uh, about how the the spirits will be poured out upon the people, um, and how this will be an important part of these la- latter days as well. It says. Uh, verse 28 and 29 of Joel chapter 2, And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaids, in those days will I pour out my spirit. So, uh, we see here how um, this would be seen today, how in the last days, that people would receive visions and uh, revelations and guidance uh, from heaven. uh, And that this does not just apply to um, spiritual matters, but uh, Hubie Brown suggests this is actually wider as well. He said, quote, But are we to look for great advancement in these fields of human thought and activity alone, when material things seemingly are glorified and the spiritual things forgotten? Or may we expect in fields of moral growth and in spiritual enlightenment to find new truth and revelation from God? When he said he would pour out his spirit upon all flesh, I think he did not intend to limit his inspiration to those who are working with material things alone. For in the spiritual realm too, there is need for something new. Close quote. He's suggesting that um, the things that we have received and the developments and the um, advancements that we have in technology are also inspired and uh, brought by heaven and that moving forward it allows us to do his work more effectively uh, and quickly and you just think about the technology we have now and what we can do now uh, with things I mean obviously the the quick and easy things to refer to are family history um, sharing the gospel uh, and many other things like that as well 
but just the um, the ability to administer things, the ability to organize things and structure things for the kingdom, the the ability to prepare and to, uh, I mean, thinking about what we're what I'm in the process of supporting um, in preparing for next week with our state conference. I can't imagine what it would be like to uh, try and prepare something like that with the things that we're going to have happen and do without the technology which we have. It'd be a huge and momentous task, even more so than it already is. Um, and I'm sure that the people at the time when they didn't have these things will found it just as difficult and just as time consuming and uh, wondered how people did it before they had the advancements that they had. But it's just uh, interesting to reflect on how um, the work moves forward at the pace it does now because of the revelation that has been given to the earth to develop these things. But of course, there is a spiritual um, application to this too. Sister uh, Julie B. Beck said, quote, We can do the work of the Lord in his way when we seek, receive and act on personal revelation. Without personal revelation, we cannot succeed. If we heed personal revelation, we cannot fail. The prophet Nephi instructs us that the Holy Ghost will show us all things that we should do. It was prophesied that in the latter days, the Lord would pour out his spirit upon his handmaids. This will allow as this will happen as we allow ourselves to be still enough and quiet enough to listen to the voice of the Spirit. Aldenile Maxwell taught us that receiving revelation for our calling and in our personal lives requires serious mental effort on our part. Revelation is not a matter of pushing buttons, but of pushing ourselves, often aided by fasting, scripture study, and personal pondering. Close quote. This is the day in which we live, the day in which um, revelations can flow forth from the heavens. And our role in that is to make ourselves ready to receive that. Um, he is pouring it out onto the earth today. And as we know from President Russell and Nelson, he said, quote, In coming days, it will not be possible to survive spiritually without the guiding, directing, comforting and constant influence of the Holy Ghost. Close quote. And if you remember, uh, that was actually in the first address that he gave or in the first conference uh, when he was called as president of the church. So a very important um kind of message to go out uh, to the earth, that this revelation is key. So we live in that day. Joel prophesied of that, uh, and hopefully we are making the most of that as well. Thank you so much uh, for listening uh, for this with this catch-up episode today. Uh, we'll continue with our usual Monday episode tomorrow, so please join us for that, uh, and we'll hopefully get things back on track uh, for the for the coming weeks as well, leading up to the end of the year. Thank you so much for joining us and until we meet again.